Hello and welcome to the Toronto Ultra Merkin Maven podcast. Excited for another episode. Uh, today we have somebody, somebody special, uh, a he wild talent. Uh, we've got Simp from Atlanta Phase. Uh, Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Mr. Maven. Uh, you know, how you guys doing? I, I'm doing well, man. It's worked out. I'm trying to stop sweating and stuff. Uh, I, I did it right before like an idiot. My dog is currently sleeping behind me, so we're okay for now, but he might go nice. insane. Joe, how's the teething process going? Any uh, improvements? Oh, he's good, man. Six month appointment today. He's rocking nice. and rolling. You know, so nice. everything's going well on that front. You know, playing Warzone, oh, yeah. getting getting locked in for rank this Wednesday, which I'm sure it's going to go perfectly because you know multiplayer rank has been um uh, going really well for people. Wait, is that not delayed? Like the delayed World Series of Warzone, but not ranked? No. Oh, I assume they're delayed ranked. Oh, okay. I think World Series of Warzone is like today. I think they delayed it till like today. Oh, it wasn't a very big delay. I wonder if uh, the Warzone tournaments are going to be like fun to watch or if it's just going to be like fun to play or like either. Um, I mean, for the most part, regardless of how the game played or what was going on at the time, at least from RPOV casting, it was usually pretty fun. Like, because any, I mean, early sort of whatever, but any BR like late game, as long as you get a little, like, there's no spectator tools, right? Like, you don't have a podcaster. Yeah. You're relying on a little bit of luck to get a good POV, but typically, like, Late game, I think it's fun. It's entertaining. It's just a BR. Yeah, I, I yeah, think true. like BRs in general. I, I watch like some Apex, and um, I think what's fun for me is just having that POV. So you can just like, if you have a a streamer or a team you really follow, like you can just watch them and see how they play, type thing. I think that's kind of no, like that, that is, it is a cool it. aspect. Yeah, it's a cool aspect yeah. because I think there's so many like, like you said, there's different, just so many different POVs of it that you can just keep like going back and forth, or even if you have someone that's like your favorite. Wait, so did you? You didn't have scrims today, right? No, nah, no scrims today. Today we were off. Just doing like content and stuff? Yeah, today was our content today. Like, why is Optic in these cheeks? No, nah, I mean, that wasn't it, but, you know. <laughs> I couldn't help, I, but I'm sorry. I guess, I, I guess it could have been Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I DM Chris. I was like, don't worry. We're covering a lot of the early stuff. Then we'll get into that. I was like messing with him on, on Twitter before this. But uh, listen, let's uh, let's get into this because it was it was interesting. I was working on the script for this, and we've had... We've had a lot of players on, uh, well, a lot. Whatever. We've we've done twenty some episodes, maybe to this point, over the past couple of years. And yeah, twenty yet. Um, we're working yeah. our way up there. It's Look, somewhere in that ballpark. I, I honestly had no idea what the number was. It's one of those numbers, you know what I mean? Yeah, one yeah. of those numbers. But like <laughs> digits, we, baby. You know, we had like uh, you know uh, recently like a bands and accuracy at clay. Like people that have um, much longer careers, and we're going it back in the day talking about stuff and some stuff like really wasn't fresh for us at all. Like we were trying to remember certain things and how it went down, but like you've kind of exploded, like also right when Joe and I sort of like started casting and yeah. you know, we were like the main pair at the time we casted so much of your like dominance and success that like, it was really fresh in our minds, it, but just going through it, it was absolutely wild. But where I want to start, it's just like kind of the, what was it like for you? You know, I, I can't remember. And Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I can't remember anyone probably with as much hyper expectations coming into the league. Like once the 18 year old, 18 role got established and, you know, people had to wait and there was that kind of drama building. I, I don't remember anyone close. I mean, it was kind of this crew, right? It was sort of you, Selium, Illy. Your S&D stars. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's some other names I'm missing out on. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it was just sort of this crew uh, and I don't, I mean, yeah, like, 
but you were definitely up there. Um, yeah, probably number one. Everyone was talking about Synth and Jetpacker because you were running everybody's pockets and search and destroy. You don't know what's funny about the Synth and Jetpacker name? Uh -huh. Lucky TJ Halley is the one that gave me that name. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure way back when. Way back in that's the day. Yeah, just that's from like a tweet because I was like, what should be my new PSN be? And then, you know, Jetpack <laughs> was one of these replies and that was, that was what it was. Or you just beat them all the time in Jetpack games? That's probably what it was, huh? I mean, it's probably a close battle, but I was probably taking those dubs. Yeah. Did you play like, I, I have a, before we get into like the career, just S&D like, like tourney wise. Yeah. Back then, were you playing like all night and then going to school? Like, no, I wasn't grinding as much. I was more so playing until like one or like two. Like okay. I am. Like I'd come from school and like back then there weren't nearly as many tournaments as there are now. So okay. you'd play like the, the 5 p.m. like 3v3. And then there's like the 734 v4. And then late night, there'd be like one or two one and done's that you would play. Yeah, and that was kind of. Those yeah, big, yeah. Those yeah, were yeah, massive tournaments. Cash. This one, this yeah. one, SD was like crazily popping off. Okay. And um, yeah, I mean, I, those are the ones that I played. There were more during the late nights, but uh, I never really took it that far because, like I said, I still had to focus on school and I didn't want to just not sleep. Gotcha. I was just curious because I just think of like Nick, like Nick Merckx, like the M fam, like neo like staying yeah. up all night playing tourneys with him i, I was just I, I would probably be difficult not to i'm sure you probably thought about it on, on some days oh, for but, sure i mean yeah i'd more so want to but it's like sometimes you, you know it wasn't, it wasn't, it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it. worth it at the end of the day because like okay. I, I was still winning like these or like placing good in these tournaments i was already in and like i was streaming or whatever so like i was having a good time making cash and you know i i was in school so it was, it was enough for me okay well did you did you feel like I mean, I guess from my my POV, just seeing all the different pros talk about you, um, whether it's from facing you in search, like you were one of the few that I guess I just knew was going to come in and be God just based on, I hadn't really watched you play much of the search stuff. Just literally I'm talking based on Twitter and like conversations with pros. Like everybody seemed yeah. to know you were the next guy. Like, did you feel a bunch of like kind of added pressure coming in just based on the expectations that seem to kind of circulate around you no I, I didn't really feel any added pressure when i first joined the league more so because of the uh the weight that i had of weight to actually join the league because you know the 18 plus rule came out when i actually wanted to play yeah. which was um like bo3 and i didn't really play cod seriously until like aw like i didn't even play like a wager until like late ghosts and so that was kind of like when i started taking it serious and um yeah, I don't yeah, say yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I, wait, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say, wait, wait. I'll, I'll say I'll say that, but I just blanked out for like a second. Can you? Yeah. Can you oh, you're good. I, I just figured you would have like felt something extra just based on what everyone was saying. But no, I guess if you're kind of sitting there and waiting for your chance, and we'll we'll kind of talk about your entry into it all because it was during sort of some kind of drama. But I really just want to talk about like how how absurd. I don't know if anyone's like entered like that, Joe. That come, we're gonna talk about CWL London, like that that first major. I I don't know that we've ever seen that before. Like for a player's first land, like get the fuck out of here. Like I second place, it was it was some ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you have it in here. This was like one of the first times. I think we I, talked I honestly about. think that Bo4 event was one of my like better events of the year, if I remember, like stat was like that that London event. Yeah, you had a 1.41 KD, which was number one overall at the event. Uh -huh. I put this note down because I remember. The conversation internally with production and amongst the talent 
And it's one of the only times I can remember it being a combo where they were considering giving you MVP, even though you didn't win the tournament. It's one of the only times I can remember that being a thing. And I'm sure it was partially because like the story of it all, like it's your first event, but then also the numbers that you put up and just came in. Like, I don't remember that ever like being a combo before. I mean, not that I can think of Joe. No, I, I mean, honest, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of instances like stats wise, but I, I mean, it was just like right from the get go. I, I mean, yeah, you just had a, an instant impact. I mean, how, how was it for you going into that, like that United team? Um, I guess like they weren't, they were like, well, you know, a, a solidified team, but they, they needed some help. So I guess for you, like, were you just ready to go? Just excited to be playing at the pro level type thing? Just excited to get to that first event? Yeah, for sure. I mean, even just having a pro team that I was joining when I was 18, I was super ecstatic about mm-hmm. just because, you know, not everyone gets a chance that fast and not everyone just gets into a team, especially one like United where it's like a top three team throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Like no one really gets opportunities like that. So I was super excited going into that team. And I mean, I didn't really have any added pressure just because I feel like uh, I, I was just waiting for so long and I knew like I had what it took to compete. And it was just a matter of like getting to the league and showing it off. So I feel like as soon as I joined and, you know, like you said, with the United team that I have, I was just super just confident with everything I was doing on that team. Did you start playing like respawn at some like obviously you started playing respawn at some point, but like before joining them in 2018, like, how much respawn were you were you playing? Like were you just trying to play like eights and stuff? I guess. Like, well, I like just in BO4. Just in general. Or, I mean, you're going from like, you know, S and D into into respawns, or was it always something that you were well, playing? That I, thing? I originally started in variant in like okay. a ladder XP matches, like way back, like when I started in like ghosts or like, yeah, I think it was, I think I played like two matches on like BO2 and okay. while ghost was out. Cause I was like, okay. you, know, you know, you know, how good BO2 is. I was like, you know, let me get yes. into those. Yes. <laughs> ghost was yeah. not a I great those with yeah. Some of my like IRL friends. And then I was still grinding my Xbox 360 ghosts when it was out on the Xbox one. Yeah. And that's kind of how I just came out playing. Like I was just playing with some IRLs, met some people off, like some, forums or this or that here you know roster starts switching and you just start climbing the ladder yeah i was just curious yeah because I, I mean there's been like so many s and d stars but like sort of that first initial yeah you, you have to start playing like pro level hardpoint pro level control which was new that year i just was curious like sort of that transition um i guess i, I want to know you you join a united you guys get second but prior to that like scrims leading up to that did did you like uh, i don't want to say it was easy, but like, did you realize how good you were to everyone else? Like, were you like kind of surprised? Um, I, th- I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I was like, kind of like shook at how badly I was kind of frying. Okay. Like, you know, you know, yeah. I knew I was good, but I wasn't expecting to go into the league and like have the performances I was having. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. I knew I could, but it's like thinking about it and doing it is like two separate things. So I don't know. It, it was. The first year was crazy, to be honest. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of what I want to just like touch on. Like, and I was trying to think of how to word this. Like, there's two parts to it. Like, you, listen, you come in, you end up winning what uh, the stage playoffs, then you win champs. You are champs MVP yeah. in your first year at 18, 19, uh, whatever. Like, champs MVP at your first event. Like, first, I want to know, like, you do something. By winning the major and winning champs and getting MVP that some players chase like their entire career. 
did you know, like from that, did it into your mind? Like I've got a chance to be the greatest. Like if I can keep doing this, like I've got a chance to go down as the greatest all time. This is it three it? months. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, actually, I just how it, it started so good. I sort of, that even into your mind. Like, I feel like I had to a little bit like, what? Well, this is fucking easy. I'm taking over. No, I definitely, after BO4, I was definitely feeling like Timothy just because <laughs> of how the year went down. And yeah. even like champs, like all three of us, like me, Alec and Tyler had 1.3s and I don't know. It was just crazy the way we were slamming people, to be honest. And I mean, after that, I think the after that year was the CDL, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like we were just a super confident after that. Well, did it? And the other side of that, I sort of want to know. Like, this this was struggling like word. Like, is there was are there any negative now looking back? Like to coming and seeing that much success right away. Was there any like sort of downside to that? Long term, maybe. Um. I wouldn't really say so. I, I, at least for me personally, um, because you know, this year and last year we have faced a bit of adversity. Whereas I'd say, like, I feel like some some people, if they get thrown into that mix and like get into success and they see all that, I feel like if they get that adversity thrown to them, it might be hard to like overcome it because it might be like if you think you're the best all the time, especially off the rip, and like you kind of get like a reality check. I feel like some people might not be able to handle it. Um. I guess that's what I wondered. Like, you know, you just, you come in like that. It's sort of like, all right, yeah. well, this this is easy. Well, but then nah, once you hit a rubber bomb. Yeah, after that, I wasn't expecting to always win everything. You know what I mean? Obviously, every tournament I go into, I'm like, we can fucking win this shit for sure. Yeah, but, yeah I still always have a chance. That's for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Which is never, never a lie. Um, But yeah, I don't know. We're just, just nasty. All right. Well, let's, uh, the, the one thing we didn't really touch on with the United thing is I, I remember... I don't remember like the drama exactly, but like obviously you're kind of replacing what like a legendary player like J Cap. And if yeah. I remember correctly, heads were colliding between like him and Clay, or there was some drama going down. Like you entered a fucking circus, if I if I remember correctly. Oh, I did. And I just want to know how how did you deal with that? Like being, I mean, I know how you dealt with the gameplay wise because you came in and dominated, but like, but like how did you go into that circus and like weren't phased? I, I... Uh, I mean, I was kind of just going to that team, worrying about doing my own thing, and kind of just. Trying to be, you know, obviously I knew this was my chance to, like, make an impression on, like, like you know, like, Clayster. Like, that's someone you think of, like, as an absolute legend in the God scene. And, like, yeah. if I'm playing with him first team on, like, I have to be doing the, the most to make sure I'm solidified as, like, you know, I'm not just, like, BSing. And I feel like I went to that team just being, like, good vibes. And I don't know. I feel like I was very, um, I was, like, a middleman in a lot of situations of, like, situations of how we want to play them and like stuff we want to do and like obviously Bryce was on the other end and like everyone had their input um but I feel like especially as an 18 year old I feel like I got very respected in like what I had to say and and all that so I don't know I feel like when I joined uh, I helped the vibes and we were kind of just chilling maybe having somebody like Clay even though there was some drama going on probably probably helped just I mean Clay's always been a big part of that there were arguments and you know there's obviously (laughs) drama here and there but at the end of the day we all knew we were were there trying to win and you know we're not we're not a bunch of babies so we got everyone honestly if there was drama before you were just coming in and like hey well that's done let's let's go play yeah literally I'm like whatever a good time here like (laughs) we're about to fry everybody yeah no and and I think Clay I mean he's even talked about that with Empire right like he with Shotzi and who he's always been very receptive of you know listening to uh listening to younger players because I'm sure you guys have a lot to say I'm sure the way you looked at search was a lot different and I, I mean just what you know, even those respawns, obviously you're coming in late to the year, but 
Uh, I mean, it worked out. You guys end up getting, yeah, it's, as we talked about, back to back first and winning champs. Yeah, it definitely, definitely was a good year. <laughs> well, then remind me, or I just don't remember exactly like how it all went down because um, United don't get a franchise spot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, what happened sort of with that team falling apart and segueing into what became kind of the dynasty? I mean, I'm going to add on to that too. At this yeah. point, you, you and Abizi and I mean, you, you, everyone kind of knows we want to build wherever they want. You guys can pretty much have at this yeah. point. So I guess, yeah. How did you build this, this team up? Um, so right after we kind of found out that United wasn't getting a spot and that we were going to be all like free agents after the season or like not free agents, but like, you know, obviously different teams. Mm -hmm. Um, I just hit up a BZ instantly. I was like, yo, obviously we're sticking together. You're like, we're obviously too nasty not to. And, uh, Makes yeah, we're like, <laughs> I mean, we talked about what teams we might want to play, join with players you might want to uh, team with. And I mean, it was kind of like a very short period for us. I talked to like New York, like the, the owners in New York, like the other people for a bit. Um, I'm not sure if he talked to anyone uh, like team wise, but then we kind of just got hit up by um, ATL. And I don't remember exactly who it was. I don't know if it was Preston or Mike or the coaches, like Maniac and them. Um, but yeah, we got hit up and then we were like, this is kind of like a good team to join. And it was an overall just good situation. And yeah, we were kind of just instantly locked in. And if I remember correctly, I think we were the first CDL team that was like rumored, which is like the 100% rumored team when like all the leaks were going down. And we were like the fastest team to like be locked in, I'm pretty sure. Makes sense. I figured I mean, it was what, probably. Priesta had a really good year that year. I mean, he was yeah. like one of the stars of, you know, 100 Thieves. Major was on that Gen G team. Um, and then you had Cell, who was on on phase already, and I mean that's one of your your boys. So, yeah, as you're still teaming with him, so it makes sense. And like I said, it, that was also a kind of a weird time because the money was coming in, right? Everyone was trying to, I mean, like everyone was trying to run the salary number up. So you were yeah, talking sure. to different owners, but I mean, the fact that you guys were first doesn't really surprise me because I'm sure you had some people on the hook. Like, are they teaming with me? Are they not teaming with me? There was, there was, there was a one or there's yeah, there's definitely a couple, but I feel like there were yeah. a lot of people like the way Ross Romani goes is there's always like a, a domino piece that you're waiting to fall. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we were one of the bigger pieces that everyone was like, sure, kind of waiting yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I think I forgot to I forgot to ask this. We're going to rewind time real quick because Joe, you brought it up and I put it in the script. Just forgot to kind of say it. But like. Rewinding when you joined the United did you have like other options and things you were considering like your first step into league? Was it sort of United was the way to go or were you feeling different options? Like what was going on there? Cause I, I, I was kind of curious. I don't even think I had another offer outside of United to be honest with you, because I, because I've always in the United cadet. Right. Um, yeah, they had you they were more so interested in me, but I also don't think um, anyone really hit me up for like team stuff. I mean, I think, I mean, I talked to Gen G for like a little bit, but I don't think anything really happened with that. And yeah, just was there a hundred D something? I, no, I, I, don't think, no. I don't think okay. I ever. I don't think okay. or I think I talked. To, I mean, I damn Nate at the beginning of BO4 before I was eighteen, and I mean, you know, obviously I'm not eighteen, so yeah. I'm, I'm sure the success of the team too that they after they you know that they were kind of figuring everything. Yeah, that too. Out. That's not like they needed me. They they were. They were, they were chilling. Yeah. yeah, I just figured with like the kind of the, the hype I remember on you coming in that there might have been more of a circus. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember sure. a lot of teams actually hitting me up because I, I don't think a lot of people still believe like in the hype. Like obviously there is hype, 
but it's one thing for it to be hype and another thing for it to be like the real thing. Yeah, and then you went uh, to London, was waiting. Yeah, and then I just started waxing everybody. <laughs> well, I think it was a different time too. Like yeah. nowadays, obviously you have challengers players, but like you know, teams are taking the chances on you know younger AMs, yeah, hoping to turn into stars. That I, at the time that wasn't the case. Like I took a yeah, long no, I, I was, time. I, I feel like I was develop. like a, I was like the main one that got grabbed, and everyone's like, okay, wait, maybe they, there are like some godlike like younger players. Yeah, and then even the next year you had like the Shotzi hook thing, and people were like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, what the what the heck are these yeah. guys doing? Mine is like, know, hey, like what the hell? Yeah. So like, that yeah. you guys were the sort of generation that changed that well, yeah, that whole entire entire culture. Not yet for sure. I feel like I feel like our play styles too are so different than I mean cards are different now too, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even like before they were different, like just the way we play and stuff is just innovative. At least it well, feels like I don't know. I mean, outside of Black, you bring something Black Ops Four and Cold War, <sighs> yeah. Well, not, not even speaking myself though. Like even like uh like Dallas and them, like Dallas Optic. I feel like yeah. all the young, like the younger players that like got on the good teams, like really just like shined. No, no, hundred yeah. percent. There's been a been a wild collection of players that have come in and taken over. But let's uh, let's kind of jump back now in time uh so back into like mw and this is you know the start of the cdl money's coming in um now early on if i remember correctly it, it listen it was kind of a it's kind of the weird home series format they were trying to build the local thing at first we we're having lands yeah. uh if i remember correctly you win like your home series event which was like the third in atlanta yeah you win second. atlanta was it the second and then yeah, it was london and then atlanta i think were the first two and then what we went to I think LA. It was Los Angeles. We went to LA. I think LA was the last one. Yeah. And then so you guys are I mean riding relatively high. You you win one, you're sitting top four. I'm sure you guys are feeling pretty confident. Then COVID hits, we transition online, everything is just turned into I mean it's just an upheaval. I guess I'm just curious, was there any like major just transition online having to deal with that being such a young team at the time? I'm sure it was kind of um, weird. Oh, it was definitely weird. I mean, anything like any series caught online felt weird just because the prior year we had the BO4 Land League. Yeah. And so anything that we were playing online just felt like, all right, like online caught is kind of fugaze. Like, well, all right, we'll, we'll deal with it because of COVID for now, obviously. But I mean, that was just the time it was. I feel like um, everyone kind of knew the situation that like the, the, the cards that we were dealt. And I feel like everyone was just making the best of it. Us personally, I don't think we ever really had a bad time. I think we were, I mean, our MW team was super good vibes, to be honest. I feel like we were always chilling, always just having fun, even with the online matches. Yeah, I mean, you were number one in the league. I mean, you basically always have when we're talking about the CDL, but the only thing, I was trying to think of like stories from that year and stuff that like I remembered and all that I really remembered was like, a priest that had some really inconsistent times where it's the same old roles like a little bit. Like you guys got to the finals, and I think like half you guys just like you lost them. Uh, you lose what? Uh, Chicago week six, week nine, Minnesota, Paris, then the Toronto, and then it's kind of champ. So it's sort of like similar in ways to. Bro, I still remember how Zinni will be to us, bro. I'll yeah, like the, oh there's God. sort of these yeah. moments like you you cruise, and then like those days that yeah. that final kind of hits and. I mean, I guess for you guys, probably at the time, you guys were probably thinking like, "All right, it's online. We'll we'll deal with we'll deal with it." But we know on land where we win these type thing. I'm I'm sure. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how you could not think this way if you were a player. Yeah, for sure. I mean, every every player knows the online cheese is real, and like 
the game is just it plays different on land. It feels different on land, mm-hmm. and it's just overall a more enjoyable experience on land. Except your finishes basically stay the same. So now let's continue. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I was giving you a hard time outside of Cold War. We're, we're, we're going to get to that soon. But I want to know one thing. Uh, two questions I kind of want to ask. Um, first, I'm going to ask, actually, did you... So no one's ever gone back-to-back champs. You've so. been close. real, real goddamn close. Is that something that has even like entered your mind, like being the first kind of do that back-to-back? Or not really something you thought about too much? I just want to win champs. No, I mean, I just want to win champs. You know, I want to win every event. I want to win everything, especially champs. Um... I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think about going back to back. I, I feel like during the event, all you think about is what you're playing. Yeah. And yeah, at least for me, that's, that's how I think of it. That's kind of what I figured. I just like, it's just wild. Like no one's done it. And you just, man, you one second, one second. Like, you've been so close to being the first to do it. I didn't it know if it was just something you've even, ever really thought about. It's even nuttier too. How, uh, what was, was it? I think LET winning major four was the first time, like a champs team ever won, like that, that the core of the same four won like an event. I feel like that's like a crazy stat too. I didn't even remember that was a thing. Like I'd heard of the champs like curse. The champs curse yeah. I guess I just thought that was done. I hadn't thought about it a long time. Then I go to interview the team afterwards. The first thing Octane says is "fuck the champs curse." I was like, "Still going?" <laughs> like that was that was my first thought. Like I, I actually didn't realize it was still still a thing. Which is I don't, I don't think it's a thing. I think crazy. I think last year we just tossed everything. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we could have broken last year too, bro. We yeah. Everything, bro. Oh yeah, you made second place here home. Um, and, and the other thing I just want to kind of know, you guys, um, you know, you had some great finishes throughout that year, but I, I guess, you know, it's kind of happened the past couple years where a team just really seems to figure it out and get ahead. Like uh, Thieves last year, uh, and Empire the MW year, like they seem to just click and know the game a bit better than you guys at the end, and that's kind of what resulted maybe in the champs win. In your opinion, how, how, why, why did that happen? From the MW one? Yeah, yeah, the MW one. Um, I feel like the MW one, I feel like both us and Empire were very close as teams throughout the entire year. Um, even if our series count was always like one sided ish, I feel like both of our teams were pretty good in their own respects. Um but I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes in Kyle we just don't play the best ten minutes and sometimes it just happens on Sundays. It felt to Joe and I at the time, at least I remember feeling this way, that like Empire kind of figured the game out a little better towards the end. Am I am I making that up, Joe? Or you kind of? I kind of felt that way at the end. I don't, I don't know. A blur. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long I, time. I, I I felt that way more so in Vanguard than MW. I felt like well, Vanguard I was really, really obvious because no yeah, one I like figured I really, out really figured out uh, the yeah. game towards the end. I think it was pretty close. I think there was just like a couple of maps that they lost. I, I remember like a zero hardpoint being like a really big deal because uh, like their stats were so much one more one sided than. Um, like phase dominated that that map that entire year, and then they were able to take that one. Uh, so I, I think it was just like a prep thing. It seemed like you know for Empire felt like they knew what they were running into because that was before that was like where Champs was a just a final. You had a week break, right? Or like yeah, the that, final that three weird. teams. Oh, it was, that, was, that was that was yeah. I did too, Loki. That it was. Like I will a week say, break I'm not gonna lie. If we teams. played Champs that first week, we were dominant that first week. Yeah, so like you changed kind of like kind of what he says, where like it's kind of any given what they say, any given Sunday for football, like any given day, any yeah, given. Yeah, you, you have to play. You have to play the best match. You have to play the best COD every match, and if you don't, other team will. Yeah. So I like I forgot that was a thing. I look he did too. Dude, that year yeah. just with COVID, just, everything just uh, got just derailed, bro. Yeah, it's a good thing to to forget, I guess. 
<laughs> until we bring it up here on the podcast. Um, well, let's get out of uh, sort of the, the the close second place, and uh, you know, sort let's of get to a Treyarch title. Team. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, let's get to yeah. a Treyarch title. I'm this is I'm where. Yep. This is where you guys, uh, I mean, it, it was one of the more dominant stretches we've ever seen. Um, well, before we kind of get there, obviously, you know, we were playing 5v5. Um, you know, Treyarch yeah. brought that in and Black Ops 4. And I know the game was great, but like we we thought 4v4 is as much as Treyarch is like the best competitive studio. One of the dumbest goddamn decisions of all time was to go to 5v5. But they fixed it the next time around. We get to 4v4. Um so how did the process go about of, I guess, you know, kind of pre-send major out, our cities in, I guess I wonder, like, who made the call? Was it just the, the, the trio sort of talking about a coaching staff? Like, how'd that come about? Um, Yeah, I mean, it was, I think it was overall just internal talks between, like, me, um, you know, the trio, obviously, and then the coaches of who we'd prefer to have and, like, what our possibilities were. And I think at the end of it, we really came down to Alec just for... You know, obviously the chemistry we had with our first champs win with him, and as well as um, the leadership he brought to us, because I felt like he really controlled the game for, um, at least in Cold War, it felt that way, like, uh, for, like, me and Tyler. When, when you yeah. say that, like, what do you mean, like, comms-wise? I get, I mean, it's like everything. It's kind of hard to, like, explain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you, I'm sure you understand it, because you, you've, you know, you've competed yourself. But it's like, yeah, he's, like, leading people around the map, and, like, making sure we're like composed and stuff. And yeah, that's, I feel like that was cold war, but at the same time, I feel like all four of us are literally like gods at that game. Mm -hmm. And so even when things were tough, which wasn't often, uh, you know, he like reeled us back in and stuff. Well, I kind of assumed it had something to do with, with leadership, at least that call, because I mean, Selium is basically mentally an eight-year-old. I feel like when I watch videos of him, and then did he got Abizi, who's just giggling about God. She's an absolute unit. MC's like, different, dude. He's fucking different. That guy, that guy is different. I just, I just can't. I just can't imagine him taking over like a quote-unquote in-game leader role. I just, I just can't see him. Like it just would make me laugh thinking about it. And then like it's hard. I think for usually that leadership role typically applies to like ARs, like main ARs. It's a lot harder for subs to be yeah. in, in the mix and like lead everything at the same time, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, we kind of figured that's what, what it was for. Um, but Joe, let's sort of get into success they had because it was uh, it was a hell of a year. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously you guys get uh, first at the, you know, first of them, first major, uh, second, and then you get first, first, I, I think the only shocking thing was obviously that top eight, the Nikki D Classic, but uh, at least Nikki D's on your bro. team now. Yeah, then you guys it. win champs. I, I think going into this year, though, what was just sort of the conversation a after, you know, losing the year before? Like, let's just. I think some players in their career, you haven't had a lot of this. They either get dropped or they have a really rough year, and it's a bit of a wake up call. Was like, just getting second, like a wake-up call for you. It's like as silly as that is, getting second at the world championship the year before. Was that sort of like we're not letting this happen again going into the next year? Yes, but I feel like we even felt that way about losing some of the tournaments throughout the year, or it felt like yeah. we should have won. Like we'd lose and we'd go in the back and we'd actually be like actually super upset about the way like we lost and like the way it went out just because. It actually felt like we could have won most of the, like, literally, I mean, we did win most of them, but it literally felt mm -hmm. like we could have won, like, another one or two of the tournaments that year. Well, that's that's what I kind of wanted, the difference for you between, like, you go back to Black Ops 4, 
your first year, you win like the stage playoff leading into champs. You ride, you ride that momentum and win. This time's a little bit different because you get the top eight, which I believe is your only placement outside the top three your entire career, which is just fucking insane. You, you, but you get that top eight, then go into win champs. So there any like distinct differences for your mentality going in, or it wasn't really a big deal. Oh, for sure, it was the biggest wake up call for our hard point. Um, I think it was our hard point that we were we couldn't. I think we lost both hard points in both of our series that major, if I remember. And um, we ended up losing that standoff game five against them. And yeah, I think it was a really good wake up call for our hard point. Just that it wasn't where it needed to be, and that if we were going to win champs, it needs to be better. And you're that- going to fight that for the rest of your career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait, listen, man, we're getting better. Trust me. <laughs> but we're getting that's, uh, that year. I mean, it, what's what's just wild about to me is like you know you're you're what about two and a half year two and a half years in. I mean, at this point. You've got however many tournament wins, two champs wins. I mean, Joe, that puts him in the conversation with a very small group of people just from a win standpoint. No, I, I think um, we all, I mean, listen, I mean, it's insane. I mean, it's insane. Like your, your statistics, I, I have one of the better, I think, average placings for like a pro, you know, before then, um, uh, you know, back when the plumbers and accountants played, but <laughs> Honestly, I kind of hold that high because I think an average placing just kind of yeah. you're going to deal with some ups and downs. It's going to happen. Like you said, yeah, like you're going to deal with a there's going to be days where someone's sick or someone's not playing well. It just happens. Like, so I, I think like the average placing really shows just how consistent a team or a player can be. I mean, yours are just insane. And this is the first three years. And I know there's going to be some people well in the CDL you only had to play two or three games. I'm sure you would love to play more. Honestly, there's probably times yeah, you wish you, you could play, play more. Momentum-based reasons. Yeah, no doubt about it. But, like, everyone says it. Like, this is the highest competition, like, COD has ever seen. And you guys continuously do this. And it's even different in Cold War. You guys dominate three of the majors. You win champs. I mean, obviously, you you get second, you know, stage two to, to Ultra. Which they just, you know, that day they had a, an insane Sunday, right? Like Vance yeah. played probably the series of his life. Um, yeah, no, we and then you have yeah. finally an, an upset at a, at a major. Well, just to kind of give you guys an idea of how ludicrous this is, I'll just read them off like over the years. Like your average placements per year. Was third Black Ops 4, 2.22 in MW 2019, 2.33 in Cold War, 3.17 in Vanguard, and 2.5 in MW 2. So like you've basically, on average, across all events, average like a second to third place, which is just a little nuts. Yeah, a little nuts. Little little goddamn nuts. Uh, it's uh, it's unbelievable, and it's just. I mean, I I know you guys haven't necessarily won as many as you want certain years and stuff like that, but like overall. I still feel like if there's a team that I think it might just make a run, it's still just been you guys because I you just always have your whole career. You have it's hard. It's hard to count you out of making a top three run when it's literally all you've done. Yeah, I, I, I can see how that makes sense. Um, what? Okay, so Cold War champs. I mean, obviously you guys have the the top eight stage five. Um, that was that the first land too, or was that the second one? Was it the first time I think it, it was, was on this? I think I think it was the second. The second. I don't know though. It could be the, it definitely remember. could have been the first. I remember. Okay. Was there any like nerves at all going into champs or did you guys just kind of know, like we just had to play our game. We'll, we'll 
take care of business. Um, just curious, you know, prep from that top eight into champs went. I think we were feeling phenomenal going to the champs just because of the the prep we put in into our respawn beforehand. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously we're, we've always been a good search team for the most part, and so we weren't really worried about that. But after major five and how it went and the way we faked like practice and fixed our respawn, I feel like we were all just showing up and like let's just do our thing and we'll, we'll win this. I am curious. Is it just a is it a Treyarch thing? Like, is it the is it simply having more health, more time to finesse, more? I mean, spawns typically make a lot more sense in their no, games. I, I, I wouldn't say it's just Treyarch. I mean, even in this game, like it's not really squad spawning and hard points in this game. Like okay. Vanguard and MW, maybe it was a little bit, but it's, I think it's just um, a lot of small minuscule issues that combine into one. Mm -hmm. Most of it being probably like fundamental stuff, which. Well, obviously we've talked and worked on, still mm -hmm. are working on. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's mainly that. I feel like the way you play consistent respawn is to stick to the fundies, and if we have a problem with those, it's gonna it's gonna show in our matches. And I feel like that's a reason, a big reason why we have really good success in scrims. Then the matches we like don't always have that same success, and it's always like a close match. Like close I know, back. I know, we're kind of jumping all over here, but I do want to just because you brought up like the whole like scrims into matches thing, like what. Is it a? Hmm, not, I, I don't think it's a pressure thing. You guys are all so experienced and triered. Is it? Is it a comms thing? Do you guys feel like you're putting too much? Maybe you're just putting too much pressure on yourselves in certain situations. Well, like I said, I feel like it's a lot of small things that add into one. Mm -hmm. Like, like I feel like the comms are a part of it, but I kind of take that as part of the fun. Not really funnies, but like just like the basic, the the basic car that you you should be playing. It's like the stuff that we miss sometimes. And I feel like okay. we just play a harder game than we need to. At least in respawns, obviously not in searches, but... Okay. Working That's on it, I'm working on it, working on it. Yeah, we'll dive on it. It. I, have, I have a million questions regards to that topic, so we'll, we'll dive into that even more later, because it's it still fucking blows my mind that you guys can be so dog shit at respawn. But okay, let's uh, let's get dude, into... Uh, man. Dude, you just gassed it, up his average placing, dude. Uh, listen, I... It's not hard point. We'll dive, I'm looking at 30 and 38 in hard point. I want to throw up. But let's uh, let's continue on. Let's go into let's go into the Vanguard year. Um, listen, that was a year where uh, everyone yeah, was struggling to figure it out. People were fucking losing it, like coaching staffs and teams. I know we mentioned thieves kind of seemed to figure it out at the end, but like for the most of the year, everyone was everyone was struggling. And I think that's where. You know, now seeing as some of these struggles have continued for you, when I look back, I think maybe it wasn't entirely the title. But the time, all I was thinking was, you know, it was obvious that BZ um, hated the game and there was maybe a lack of effort there on his part. I mean, we, we it's very public. He could not stand the game. I'm sure he was a little bit checked. And I think for you guys, one thing that always sort of stood out to us and, you know, Crowder had talked to me about is you guys are pretty good about not bitching about the game when it sucked and just sort of getting in the lab, put your heads down. This seemed like the first year that sort of broke. Is there like truth to that? That this was sort of the first year where you let that be an excuse? Like maybe not you individually, but the team that. I mean, Vanguard I don't know if it's an excuse. There's something. There was literally something in that game you couldn't count for. No, yeah, I, would, I, agree, I would say Vanguard was a very inconsistent. I mean, LAT made it consistent towards the end, but mm. personally, I feel like it was the way it played was very inconsistent with obviously the squad spawnage, then the random breakable walls. Um, no trophy, so there's a lot of just spam of like your nades and stuns. Um, and yeah, I don't know. 
But what was it like? Like, listen, you you guys, it's crazy to think about, but like your average your average placements were great. Like you you got to what four finals? Yeah. Like you you were you were finishing in a manner that yeah, most a lot of players like would would kill for. But based on the expectations you guys had from Cold War, um, it wasn't really viewed that way. It was just sort of like, oh, these guys suck now. It was a one off. The dynasty's dead. Blah 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 blah. Like, what was it like, kind of dealing with that? Despite the fact that you were still technically number one in the CDL and average placement. I mean, it's annoying, but it's not like I, I really pay attention to it because everyone's always got something to say. Whether you're frying or you're not frying, you could literally be playing the best cut of your life and someone will still call you dog meat. So <laughs> you really just can't listen to what anyone on Twitter or anywhere really has to say. And uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like our biggest thing was we were just not really icing up in finals last year. Well, 100%. But you know, to your point, like, what it, what was the LeBron interview that just happened? Like, where he's sort of like, what's your advice to young players? And he was like, you're watching the game, you just stay yeah. off social media. Like, you know, one day you're the best, the next day you're shit. Like, just. Uh, yeah, you can't, I don't know. You can't let those people into your, your mind. I feel like if you do, then, like, you're just not going to play the best you could. That makes sense. I, I mean, going into Vanguard, though, I am curious because one of the big things was kind of what we talked about with Cold War was sort of like leadership, right? Especially around Alec. Was that was it different at all this year? Like, is that what kind of led to maybe the change with bringing Slasher in this year? Was it, or was it just something that like you guys had so many seconds you just felt like you needed something a little different? Um, it was partly that. Uh, I mean, the vibes definitely felt weird towards the end of the year, just like animosity, kind of. I mean, not really animosity, but like you could tell we were getting frustrated with like certain situations with each other more so than we would other times, mm. and um. I don't know. I feel like it was like a lot of things that made the roster change happen. And like Alec was still like um he was still trying to be a leader in Vanguard. I think it was just a lot of like all four of us not contributing as much as we could. Well, at the time listen, when you go from having a year like Cold War to a year like Vanguard and knowing how talented you guys are, I I'm thinking of everything there like well like what's going wrong like it's just so my 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 original thought was like i put a lot of it on um a bz in the sense i knew he wasn't as engaged as maybe he was the year prior just based on his tweets about the game and i knew he was a bit checked out so i thought it was like like i said earlier you guys finally lost that edge of just like put the excuses away get in the lab be the best of the game i don't care how much it sucks i thought that was the issue but then listen be, being a leader it was obvious you got RCs for that point, but being a leader when things are going well, like they did in Black Ops 4, like they did uh, in Cold War, isn't all that hard. When it's tough to be a leader is when things start to go wrong. Um, and I didn't really think about that side of it until you picked up Slasher. Because then I was like, okay, clearly there's some type of leadership issue because Alex gone and you got fucking Slasher of all people. So it seems obvious you were trying to in some way, at least fix a leadership issue, or why did you get slasher and not, I don't know, grab some other 18 year old crackhead. Like, I, at least to me, it seems obvious in that pick that it, that was part of the problem. No. Yeah. I mean, the leadership was def like, like I said, I feel like there was animosity and I feel like there was more frustration amongst us and like, including Alec, including me, including everyone. And, um, I feel like when stuff like that happens and especially with like, uh the way the year was going like a lot of the seconds start building up like it gets frustrating and 
don't know. It kind of just felt like we were getting on like a very like just frustrating wave of not really like fixing. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Yeah, I don't like, want to put it all on. Listen, I love Alec. I don't no, want to put it all on Tyler. Like, I'm telling you, like, it was definitely all four of us last year, but like not contributing as much as we could have. But but what you're saying, like w- when that's happening and people aren't contributing the way they should and things aren't going like that is, in my opinion, when that sort of leader person should probably be the one working on that, I guess. I mean, that's sort of, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not 100%, but like, right? It's just a really frustrating thing. Like, you guys are coming off insane years, and then you guys go back-to-back, you know, seconds. It's just, I'm sure that you guys had plenty of talks, what you needed to fix, how you needed to fix things, and it's just like the same result over and over again. That That is literally, that's insanity, right? Like, yeah, it's just sort of like, it is. We needed uh, to switch up the formula, you know, to try to get past this. That has to be it. Like, you know, at, at some point, you're like, I really don't know what what to do. Well, that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of how, like, it was at the end of the year. It's like, what do we do? Like, what? Yeah, I'm what, sure you've tried it room? all. Yeah, well, not, not like, I mean, team-wise, you know, we, you can always talk about how to play COD better and situations better and, like, help your teammates more, the fundies. Um. But I don't know. Last year just felt like we were always just like a little bit behind, if that makes sense. Like, okay. Just like in respawns in. Yeah. I mean, we also like, uh, you know, there's the obvious matches like the how many Seattle Tuscans there were where we're just not winning, where that we should. They're fun yeah. to cast, like, though. Yeah, I'm sure. But like, <laughs> so a lot, I feel like a lot of tensions like that were happening in matches last year where like there were maps that we definitely should have won. And then we just, just trolled the fuck out of it. And like, I feel like last year, especially with the team we were, it was like just annoying for all of us. Well, I, I feel like it's a lot of frustration just built up throughout the year. And, yeah. And I don't want to like, listen, just it, this is a very hard episode to not jump back and forth because a lot of similarities happen. And like, I want to cover sort of the move into MW2, but like, just to hit the point now of what you're talking about, like, it seems like even with Slasher now coming in, you're sort of in a similar spot where it's like, trying everything to figure it out and i'm sure getting a little bit frustrated does it feel similar no i think i think there were times we lost at last year where we weren't even sure why we lost or like there was like a whole bunch of different random like comments of why we lost whereas this year i feel like we lose and like we watch it back and we're like why are we trolling here like what are we doing and a lot like a lot of it is definitely like fundamental stuff um but it it feels different yeah, yeah, it just feels different. Okay, that's what I was curious. It felt kind of the same because it seems like from the outside, no, it, 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 it definitely doesn't feel the same as last year, even okay. even if we are like, I mean, listen, we we want to chip this year, that's already better than last year, in my opinion. True, true. Uh, one more thing before we move on to, to this year, I'm just curious. Obviously, your play style, I think in, in Black Ops 4, you were, as you said, Himothy, I think. <laughs> you know, MW, I, I don't remember too well, honestly, but uh, Cold War, I very much remember you like taking over games. I know Vanguard was very like AR heavy esque, but even, even as a sub, it felt like that year you kind of maybe to try to figure out those frustrations or figure out how to play that game, you kind of took a more selfless role where you were filling in gaps, you were, you know, locking down spawns, taking longer routes, maybe not the simp esque plays. Like you still had ridiculous stats, I think, in terms of yeah. a sub player that year, but. Like, do you feel like you're trying, like maybe trying to put a, a more pressure to help the team out to make sure everyone else is comfortable? 
Um, I felt like maybe I was doing that in Vanguard a decent bit. Mm-hmm. Not really much this year. Okay. Um, I feel like I've like worked on that this year because I kind of recognize like I need to start playing a little bit more selfish in some situations. Like everyone has to, especially as a sub. Like if you have map, you need to hold it. You can't like y- y- you know how it is. It's just yeah, very. Yeah, pops. You got to make a play. Type yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But this year, I'm is definitely different. But yeah, last year I felt that way. Okay. I remember for when we first started. Uh, one thing we'll typically do, and it's partially is because our relationship with Chris, you know, he'll give us access to watching your scrims early on when we're starting to learn the game a little bit, and you guys are learning it, and we'll watch. And I, I think it was like the first, the first day we were watching, and Joe, Joe was like, "What the fuck is Tim doing?" Because <laughs> you were like, you were just like filling in gaps, like taking the long, long route. Like, well, especially doing... squad spawns, you've got your team spawned. So it was like, if someone snuck through, right, that was how, kind of how you played. You snuck through yeah. to flip spawns. Like you, you yeah. snuck through, bang. And it was like, I just, it was like, why the fuck Sim doing this? Yeah, yeah. It just looks <laughs> sort of like we're just, you know, used to sort of superstar Sim, punch you in the mouth, dropping 40 type thing. And I was watching, we're watching the minimap. I'm like, what what's sort of going on here? But like to his to his point, it was an AR heavy game. And this was sort of like the rise of Cell in some ways. Like Cell, mm-hmm. you know, the, the numbers yeah, he put up yeah, there. That's when he started being super, super consistent and just frying everybody. Yeah, and his numbers were were truly insane. But like, yeah, I, mean, I just I'll never forget the first time we were watching Joe and I were like, what the hell's going on, man? <laughs> no, that game that game definitely felt weird. For sure. No, it was a weird one. No, you could say that, yeah. It was weird. I mean, I think you guys, yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm sure it was yeah, difficult. I, I, everyone, made the hand we were dealt, that's for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, every yeah. like again, besides these at the end of the year, everybody had this problem. Like you guys were the most consistent Vanguard team. It's just you guys didn't have the results on Sundays that, yeah. that you probably want. I think a big yeah, part yeah, of that we too. We definitely should have won a tournament or two that year. I think we just really didn't clutch up in the, some situations that we needed to. That's, well, that's it's, especially finals, your guys' searches would like it was like it would flip flop. No, our search last year felt very inconsistent. Yeah, and was, usually that's a mode we rely on. Yeah, or like not rely on, but like we were always good at that mode. Mm-hmm. I guess it's crazy to me because like it's so hard to. I, I guess it just boils down to. I mean, it's it's difficult even for us who are more kind of intimate and know the inner workings of things. Like it, even we fall into the expectations just because of your entry in Black Ops Four and Cold War. But like when you really think about it, it's like. Yeah, one or two of those finals goes differently, and like this convo isn't even happening like this. It's just, and that's like, we're talking a two-hour stretch in the course of an entire year of Call of Duty. Like, if yeah. two things go differently, you win two events. We're not viewing Vanguard as this like what the hell here. Or yeah, like, sure. I feel like even if we just win one, it's like oh, they still caught a dub. Like, yeah, yeah, which is just, it's hard not to fall into it though because I try not to, but it's just the expectations with you. Maybe that's okay. Maybe that is when we're asked if there's like any downside of coming in and getting a chance to MVP right away. Maybe this is one of those downsides. It's like it's real hard, even for me. Like, oh, no, yeah, no, no. definitely when definitely when you know, the diversity we're facing right now, we definitely <laughs> gotta like get past it. But I think we've been very productive in like our losses. I mean, even yesterday, our optic loss, I think most of us sat back and watched it for a couple hours and just really just spoke our mind on what like we thought. Well, let's you want to start talking. Um, you know, we sort of talked about slasher slasher coming in, and we'll talk about this year a little yeah. bit. Um, I, I think I understand why, but like we heard it from Austin because we we did one of these episodes with yeah. him, sort of how it went down. I mean, I think he basically said he drunk dialed you, is what it sounded like. He was like shot <laughs> you next or something. The guy had the and, confidence. But why why did it make sense for the trio, like slasher specifically, to come in? 
Um, it kind of just fit what we were looking for. I mean, we didn't really need a crazy Slayer. We didn't need anything crazy. We just needed an IGL who is just consistently like thinking the same, saying the same, and like never scared like say their mind. I mean, it's just like in, you just needed a different IGL than we had. Were there any other any other options at the time? Like, was there anything you guys were thinking about? Shotzi was one of them, right? Yeah, there there were a couple of players we talked to, um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna. Get Are we not leaking gonna... that list? All right, we're not leaking the list. <laughs> I don't know if it's for me to say, but you know. All right, all right, we'll keep it under. Was, keep were, it under wraps. Well, I mean, the fact is, listen, let's just talk about it bluntly. That trio at the time. I mean, if you really, really wanted to get someone, yeah, you probably could have got what you wanted. So I imagine. Yeah. I mean, we were really just looking for a main AR IGL was really the the two things we needed, and it was not a, a hard list. Someone like someone fun. I, I, I didn't get an email, so or a message. Oh my I bad. <laughs> oh my bad. I, I didn't see you on the. Uh, the yeah, my bad. bad. It's all good. It's oh, all good. I just had a couple of years. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, now you know you get Austin in. Um, you get into this year after a year of like lots of second places. You know, you, you go to you go to major one. You get third. Was there any feeling for you of just like, well, here we fucking go again? Like just thinking about Sundays and falling short. Like it had to have entered your mind to some degree. Not, I mean, not really. It's it's. I mean, at least for me, it's like a, a new. It's a different game, different year. Like as soon as the game ends, you kind of have to close that chapter. And like leave it behind because every cod is different. Every team is like even even if it's the R trio plus awesome, like that team is still completely different than us three with Alec. And so, you know, we just have to start the year just high vibes, high positivity, and just keep it pushing. Even like losing that event, you're like, okay, like let's see how this team is better right now and let's see how we can be better. And I mean oh. I feel like the New York that won the first event, I feel like they were setting like insane pace compared to how the other teams are moving. And I feel like that's why that won that first event. Well, to be fair, I mean, you want to see how you rebound, how you react to it, you win the next one. So that that had to have been a pretty big just relief uh, and just a great feeling after that long stretch of top threes. Like, oh, sure. wow, I can win again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. After Especially after not um, getting at least one in Vanguard, it definitely felt good to get a chip after like what felt like months. And I mean, this was carried by your guys' search. You guys go 7-0, Major 2, uh, but... You guys, like, I think versus Thieves, you won two searches and two controls, I think, in the final. Yeah. I think we nuzzled our so, way to a chip. Yeah. So you guys already know, <laughs> kind of like, I think you're three and four at major two in hard point. So you, you know your hard point is needs to get better. But I, I think just looking at search, I, I mean, especially for me, I, I just cannot, I don't know. I can't wrap my, my, my head around it. Like, how you guys set a streak, <laughs> a win streak in this game with, Sound EQ the way it is with Deddy that the way it is. Deddy by itself, it's already random as hell, right? Like you have yeah. 10 <laughs> seconds to make a play and, and somehow you guys go on your longest search streak. Like, I, I, I guess like how, how, how? Um, I'd say a lot of ice okay. and a lot of just S&D knowledge. I mean, us three are already pretty godlike at S&D and then we had someone like Austin you know, you know, he's got that in mind, and yeah. uh, he just—I think he fits very well to the way we play search. And um, I mean, it's been showing. You know, like you said, we went on that win streak, and even with EQ, I just feel like our adjustments and like the way we use the like what we know on the map each round 
I feel like it's very hard for teams to like game plan it against us. I I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I know it's like these little little situations and uh, it is like nuts though with like how uh, search ever. Yeah. Like the sound. I mean, we talked that. about like Vanguard. Obviously, you know, you don't have like the nade spots and you at least have trophies, but like I mean obviously those two are probably two of the some of the worst search competitive we've ever had and like you guys were inconsistent last year, but then you found this level of consistency this year with all of the different factors. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I, I, I did have a question before we move on because I remember at major two, it was versus Minnesota. It was versus rocker. It was that hotel. You guys were down like four, two or, or three, yep. one. It, it took me back because we were casting it to, I mean, I, I remember it on raid a whole bunch. I've seen it this year with you on a silo. I think at times it, it feels like you go into games with defaults or you guys counter, uh, you know, early on. But then it feels like when you guys go down, down in a hole early, it's just sort of a, a bit of a simp mode kind of takes over where like you play these sometimes island roles and know how to just manipulate the team and, and, and just destroy them. Like, yeah. is that sort of like, do you take a a responsibility when you guys start to go down early in search to kind of take over? Like, are you just kind of like, this isn't working. I'm going to play me. Um, sometimes. Yes. I mean, okay. I, I, I mean, I feel like everyone kind of feels that way. No, but no, like, you do it all everyone, the time. But like, I, yeah. like, more so me and Tyler, I feel like, cause we're the subs where okay. you kind of have to feel like you have to start making different plays and start just giving different looks. Cause obviously what you're doing isn't working. And no, uh, it's the same look like hotel. You go in a restaurant every round and oh, you no, yeah, no, I know the defaults, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they just, just shouldn't run it. Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Cause like that, that, that really sticks out to me. Like the, you on raid, like you guys did a, you guys did a whole bunch. Uh, yeah, of stuff, I've, I've always been on an Island. I feel like for us uh, on an Island. Yeah. Like, and, and that's just always, due to, I feel like I do. I am on an Island, like a decent amount. And that's just sort of the nature of how you were able to read, read the map in, in the game. Yeah, I feel like, well, I guess, I feel like I'm so used to it that I can mm-hmm. kind of just look at my mini-map, see, like, hear the info, hear shots, and kind of just make decisions based off of that. But I feel like it's, uh, I feel like all of us make those mid-round decisions where we like, oh, we know this guy's here, we can single him out, uh, let's work him, okay, he's dead, now we can go back here, this is open now, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel like it's, it's every round's different, and yeah, we might have defaults, but I feel like, I don't know. Even default sometimes changes. Just sort of like, hey, I'm seeing this is open type thing. Um, yeah, just yeah. Try this. Yeah, sometimes even like if you're just feeling yourself in search, or someone's like, all right, I have daddy. Like, let me just go try and just hit this. Some maybe they're not here, and sometimes they won't be, and then you'll just get a three piece between people in the back. Yeah, maybe as like Clint said, like just because we've casted so much uh, of you, I don't know. I just have these moments of like Sim just, yeah, he just dropped fifteen or I, I don't know something in a search where you can just tell something clicked. Like you guys will go down early in a game. And it just feels like you're kind of like, all right, I'm going to just go over here, get two kills, and just do it round after round. So I was just curious if that was like something you said in the comms or kind of what you were saying. No, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not like, yo, boys, I got this. I don't know. This yeah, is not well, like that. You know, it may be not, you're not saying that, but maybe you're feeling I, that I, way. I, mean, you know I, mean? I think, I think when we do go down there, a lot of us start um, making like shot calls that we're feeling, especially right. for like, I mean, like I said, if you're just feeling it, like if, if you're down and someone feels them, you're like, all right, let's do it. Like, We've never done this before, but we got to try something. Yeah. So you just did. I, I think, too, like when you go down early in a game or a specific map, like you kind of go back to your default, right? Because you want to slow the game down a little bit and kind of see what happens. And 
that's kind of when you maybe shine a little bit more is when the, the rounds slow down a little bit and gives you time to make plays. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if rounds get slowed, I can just you know, see what's going on. Fine, what's open? See what's going on. I was open. <laughs> the secret sauce. The secret sauce. <laughs> well, uh, now that Joe played good cop. Oh. All right. Let's, uh, in Cold War, you guys were 51 and 23 in hardpoint, 40 and 9 in control. Just dominating, obviously. When the struggle started last year, uh, like you said, the search was not as good. So, you know, I was sitting closer to 50 to hit 50, but your control was really good. 31 and 19. That helped kind of carry the way for you guys. Cause your yeah. hard point, that's when the drop sort of started your hardpoint and search were both kind of average. Um, yeah. then this year, the good cop. Yes. Your search has been truly unbelievable. It's been insane. It is Read the, the numbers reason, off. What are they? All right. It's the only reason you guys are making runs. You are 41 and 14 in search. But now you are 30 and 38 in hard point. This is before the match yesterday, so it might not be a playground. 30 and 38 in hard point, like 20 and 20 in control. So it is not, you've never had a respawn problem per se for a team for you. Like your control's at least been there when your hard point has not. This is the first time that it is just your guys' respawn just isn't good. Um, the hard point numbers, I literally cannot even fucking fathom with my giant head and brain. How it's a big these four players oh, can be 30 and 38 in hard point. It's, it's truly mind blowing to me. That's even statistically possible. It makes no sense. And I think about it daily because I'm a psychopath. I talk to Chris and I know he's also losing his goddamn mind trying to figure it out with you guys. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to talk. I listen. I know it's not like a one person thing, but there's a lot of stuff going on. But like, you know, when we we're talking about, sort of when Sal blew up in Vanguard, uh, like sort of statistically started really putting up numbers. Um, he's sort of, he has slowed down a bit over the past couple years. And, you know, maybe it started with that whole Vanguard thing. What was it like? No freebies or whatever his saying was back in Vanguard. Like no no free deaths, whatever, no free kills. I can't remember what it was. But, I mean, you sort of have like two main ARs right now with Slasher and the way Sal is playing. Like he he's sort of playing like a main AR. Um and I just want to know if I like it's gifted 50 subs or give you a thousand dollars or something like that. Can you just put a vase in his hand for like a couple weeks of matches? Only a vase, a vase only. That guy can't even think the word tech. He can't look at attack. He can't do anything with attack. He just has a vase. Well, what is that going to do? What I is that going to do? He moves a little faster. He's run, he's, he's, run, he's run a flex before. But he's like not, you don't think in this title, he's just not. I'm not, it's not the only issue, obviously. Like you said, it's a fundamental thing, and you guys have been working yeah. on it, I know. But, like, he's less a flex and more main AR right now, I think, than he ever has been. I faded? Kind of seems that way. Like, he's, he's not, he's not, he's, he's slowed down a bit. Like, I, I got to imagine, sitting you telling me at no point, and you're like, yeah, maybe you pick up the pace a little bit. Did that ever come out of your mouth? Um, I mean, I could definitely, I de if I die and I see my arrows post, I'm like, all right, bro, like, maybe you can get a step on. But that's that's because I'm a sub seeing an AR, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like I was, if an AR dies and sees me, he's like not moving. It's like, yo, what's my sub doing? Do you just feel like this team in general, like it just doesn't, uh, I mean, the, the pace just sometimes isn't there, maybe where it needs to be with this title or not not the main well, issue, it's something else? I think sometimes we might like stutter step a thing or two or like not move randomly, but I don't think it's just an MC thing. I think it happens to all four of us where we'll like be in a weird situation where that we shouldn't be. 
Well, I mean, we just going on the main map. We're talking to Chris. Like, I know, I know, in scrims things have been working, and I know I've seen anyone has made a mistake at times like that'll happen. I just wondered. It just, I don't know. To me, it sort of seems like sometimes it's like you got two man errors on the squad. Just sort of what it seems like, and it's just I feel like it's got to be hard to like. And again, I'm not, it's not, not all on sell, of course. I mean, it's, but it's hard to even like talk about it because he's been, he's an MVP candidate. The guy's putting up like a, a one, yeah, three, basically whatever he wants. To switch up their play style when you, so it, when it's you almost like, I feel like even if maybe he does need to pick up the pace a little bit, it's kind of hard to even like say that because he's just statistically putting up insane numbers. Um, no, but, yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like he doesn't, it's not like he just like only doesn't move all the time. I feel like there are times where he's always like moving and frying and, I don't know. I feel like it, all of us just have moments where we'll just like be at a different pace than we should be. And I mean, it happens to me. It happens to Tyler. It definitely happens to Austin. It happens to MC, like you said. And I mean, it's just it's just a matter of it making sure it doesn't happen as much. Well, what leads to like... And again, I talk to Chris a lot. It's <laughs> so like, I know like in scrims, you guys will work on shit and try to improve things. And then, yeah, it just comes to the matches and like I don't know. It's not like the break off won't be the same, but like you guys work on a setup for something and then you don't execute. Like what, what how, how with the veteran type tournament winning players you have, is there some disconnect between scrims and matches for you? I get it with some squads, but like with you guys, like how? What um, changes? I don't know. That's what we're uh, <laughs> trying to figure out, Mr. Raven. Well, not figure out, but like, that, that's the problem we're fixing, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I feel like, like our scrims oh. are, I feel like our scrims are always good. It's just a matter of how you win scrims. Mm -hmm. And, it's, you know, obviously in scrims, I feel like people don't play their life nearly as much. They don't, you know, they take more ego chows in a sense. And when it comes to match time, I feel like it's not that way. And I've, I feel like, especially in some situations, we just don't adapt quick enough to like what is going on on the map. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's scrims. Like, I know. It, People aren't playing. Yeah, no, no. Scrims are just meant to like practice situations for sure. They don't but play like, as hard as they do necessarily in an actual match. But yeah, it's interesting because I mean, I could see even last, when we had him on last episode, just talking about like, you know, how do you get better at search? And he's like, well, it's just tough to get better because even when you practice it, right, everything changes in a match. Yeah. It just feels like, like the, the pace is different, the pressure's I mean, on. Not every single round of search practice is going to be serious. There's going to be rounds yeah. where teams are trying things. And like, if you're a team that's against you, like, what the hell? What are these guys even doing right now? And like, yeah. it'll feel like down search practice, but like, that's kind of the whole point of search practice. Mm -hmm. I will say it is weird, like, S and D practice, just because of that and how different it could be in matches. Respawn isn't nearly as the same, mm -hmm. um, but especially with when it comes to like just like sound whoring stuff or the no the chat. No red they, dots. Yeah, it's just search is just different in matches. Yeah, especially when I, I guess like, do you guys think like with your your hard points or well your response? I guess like, do you guys think you're going over practice and you're putting so much emphasis on certain situations that almost like the optic thing? Obviously, you know where like they just felt like all right, we needed to play a little bit more free. Do you feel like you just need a little bit more freedom? Like you guys are so talented, where like you guys can just react. Like you kind of have someone say, hey. You know, basically, I'm going to push this out. Like, someone pick up this spawn type thing. Like, do you think that needs to happen a little bit more often? Or is it just simply, we're just not on the same page? I Like, yes. But yeah. I also think a bit, I mean, a really big part of our issues and hard point are our fundamentals and just our teamwork in, in general in that mode. 
Yeah, I guess it's just it's it's been a long stretch of it now. And I guess in my head, I'm just like these guys would have these guys would have figured it out by now. And maybe maybe my maybe I'm just faded for feeling that way. But I'm just like, how 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 have it how have they not figured it out? Because I know I know you guys been working. He's he's thinking out too. No, trust me, I, it, I definitely gets frustrating at times because even when we yeah. like we scrim and we're winning it like a map pretty dominantly, it's like okay, maybe like we're like Gucci now, and then it gets to the match and it, it it ends up different. It's like all right, now we gotta watch it and see like what the hell's going on. Yeah, and I mean your 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 scrims that influences vetoes, right? That yeah, you know after you're like damn, maybe we should have played something else. But it, but besides all this, I mean you guys have a third of major one, you guys win major two. The next two, you guys get what it's two back to back top threes. So like you're playing consistently again. The one issue for you guys has been optic, right? You've lost to them at major three. Yeah. You lost them at major four now. Um, I think it's you just lost them yesterday. It, it's like zero and five. I think the last five matches. I, I guess to you, we talked to uh, JP and uh, you know optics analyst coach, and he was just like, it just feels like Shotzi and. And Brandon really look forward to this matchup in your mind, because I think before Vanguard, like that major one, you guys, you dominated that. All right. There was this confidence. What is it now that has changed since then for you that is making this this matchup so difficult? Um, I honestly feel like, I mean, specifically yesterday, I, I feel like we didn't ice up in our S&D and our hard point. We got I mean, we got broken on both P3s on a fortress. Which shouldn't happen, and then I think we lost like a, a three five or like a, a close S and D, which we also shouldn't have. We tossed some rounds, and I mean I feel like that's usually the biggest thing is they usually just not them usually, but like the maps that we are losing to them, like especially when we get three zero, we're just like kind of tossing. And obviously at, at the land, they kind of just smoked us on fortress, and like it is what it is. But I feel like that we just kind of toss a lot of situations that we shouldn't. And yeah, like I mean. It, and and Brandon do play good against us, but I feel like we have the same capabilities to play the same against them. Well, I agree. Yeah, I don't think that's my question at all. It's just like, just feels like there's such a confidence for them. Like you guys need one, like to like. No, I know what you're saying. Back up. I feel, yeah, I feel like they've been in a really like a good warfare. Their response to. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's just kind of like JP said. I think, you know, I think for a long time. Uh, I don't know when maybe when complexity was on top or then optic had their dynasty, like where there's a team that's like the best. I think everyone goes a little bit harder against that team. That's just sort of natural. I think like you want to beat the best. Um, It's always been a thing. And I think maybe it's not the biggest thing, but I'm sure there is something with your guys cold war year and just how much you guys been gassed. You've been number one in the CDL every year. You've had the highest average placement every year. Yes. Like I, I am sure that there is a, we just want to beat the shit out of these guys. Like I part of it. And yeah, yes, sure. you can feel the same way, but I think you guys have been the number one for three years. There's probably maybe a little more to it on that side of just like, fuck these guys. <laughs> I think at least I think there's a gotta be to some degree. But I mean there could be, who knows? That's that's how I would be. Uh, I guess for you, I will tear. Screw these guys. Uh, I guess for you guys, I mean, looking, you know, moving forward for major five and champs. So, I mean, what's the biggest thing for that you guys want to work on? Hardpoint is that number one? Yeah, I think hardpoint just overall are fundamentals. Uh, I think earlier in the year we were really focusing on comms and kind of got them to a decent point. And now it's really just about making sure we're just doing the right thing off spawn, making sure the right person's making the right play at the right time. And uh, 
yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing. Like if the wrong person takes a diff like a, a bad route off spawn, it's gonna have to fill that route that they should have took off spawn. It's gonna be mistimed and things are gonna go bad and I feel like that's been happening a lot in our hard points where we'll have someone that randomly spawns behind us or will like cause chaos when it just shouldn't be. Who's doing it the most, dude? Who do who do we need to yell at? I I mean it's all of us to be honest. Ah, oh, dang it. Dang it. Hoping I figured it out. I mean, um, like, yell at me then, fun, yell at me. <laughs> Dude, he's too good. You're too nice of a person, dude. He's like, I'll take it. I'll fall on this sword. I'll I'll fall on this sword. It's, it's, it's all four of us, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. But, but at the same time, you just start thinking, like, can this team, these four, like, can they be what we had in Cold War? Because, like, I know you say you don't think about different it. The game's different, too. It's just it's it tough. Is, it is. It is 100%. But, like, I, I think you know with, like, let's just let's just isolate you would have easy success with, uh, you know, Black Ops 4 and then continuing on your success early. Like, you know you could go down as the greatest of all time if you can continue to find wins have a long career like the potential is there it's like are you gonna be okay with you know maybe winning one event and getting a bunch of top threes or like will you try to figure it out to get back to that winning every event and being on top it's not an easy thing to do it's nearly impossible so i've been done a couple of times um but it's like I know you guys are working on you, you think you know what you're seeing after matches, but the fact is, like when it comes to this year, you're sort of starting to run short on time. Like there's there's not a lot left. So it's if you're gonna click, it's gotta happen. Well, I, I think that'll happen soon. I, I think we're we've been very productive this stage. Or I mean, even the last couple of stages with what we want to go over and mm-hmm. you know, obviously in particular the hard point. Um I, I think overall we've been very nitpicky and like very on top of it to try and just get this bullshit out the way because we can't be losing hard points like we are every time yeah you got to do it i, I mean you have I mean, that's just I, guess, what, I mean, like, awesome this, I, mean I, I don't even remember the last time we won like two in the same series which is like stupid like a, a team right. that we have should be absolutely dominating the mode and that's, we need to that's, yeah that's yeah. why i didn't want to like, harp on it non-stop but yeah it's just part i always go back to like i yeah i don't i don't i can't i don't get it I, i'm sure it's been very frustrating for you trying to figure out I, good luck <laughs> Hey, you guys got Toronto coming up, then champs. Um, before we let you go, before we let you go, we got uh, some community questions uh, just to, to wrap this thing up from uh, from the fans at home. Uh, the first one uh, is from in- Incentivize from Jack. He says, how much do you think going to locals years ago helped you become the player you are today? Uh, and before I let you answer that, I just want to let people maybe listen in. Locals are like your local land tournaments, and I know – you and that was NJ Halo, right? For you, yeah, I was I was at NJ Halos and ETGs mainly. Okay, so those were like events you could compete in before you were eighteen. Yeah, they 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 weren't really age restricted. Like there were a lot of little kids, not little kids, but like teenagers competing, like younger yeah. kids. And um, yeah, I think it definitely helped me, um, at least in my respawn and like my confidence in respawn before I went pro because, um. I went to the local scene, and even my first event I went to, I played with a bunch, like, bunch of people that no one really knew, with literally like not even like Daisy Chain make samps, like it was literally like bad stuff. And we ended up playing like T three that event. I think we beat like Brian Saints team and like repping in them. Uh-huh. And I feel like ever since then teams were just like looking at us and with how many locals there were, like I I think I went to over like thirty to forty locals in my. Two, well, that was three, the the. the... The Pika, that was like the heat mallet. That yeah. was where those happened. Was like NJ yeah. Halos, like, like yeah. the north, north uh, east coast. Like that's where it was huge. Yeah, and I mean, I, I feel like it definitely helped me. Like I, I was teaming with um, 
after my first couple events, I was teaming with like Profizi and uh, like Pemby and some other like you know decently good um, competitive players, and I feel like I learned a lot from them early on. Um, and just the way to play COD and like the ways of competitive COD, uh, and especially like Profizi, um, you know, he was another sub player that I was playing against a lot or with mm-hmm. at the locals, and I feel like a lot of time like he was the one I was trying to beat, and so I was always trying to like make my role like his counter kind of that makes sense yeah yeah um this next one is uh, from uh digital code red he wants to know well we kind of talked about this how hard is it to try and meet people's constantly high expectations and has it affected you at all this season uh i don't i mean it really depends the person but for me i don't think uh especially this year i don't really care about expectations Mm. um i don't really care what anyone says i mean I don't know. Like I said, a lot of people have a lot to say, and they'll never even get close to being on stage playing COD. And in my opinion, those guys know nothing. So you can't really let them tell you like what's going on. Yeah, like like this ball guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes sense. Yeah. No, I I know we touched on it a lot, but just curious. Uh, and then uh, last one is from Beckham or Young Carry. He wants to know uh, what was your first big purchase with your prize money. Like when I first won my first tournament? Yeah, like what's the first like screw your first it, chance or yeah, what I would think, you drop some cash I on? Think my first big purchase, which was stupid. Was <laughs> yeah, this is what we want to know. It was I don't I don't know if it was I think it was a Fendi backpack I bought. No, wait, okay. it, was, it was either Fendi or Convention. It was like uh it was like this eye like it had like eyes on it. Uh-huh. And I bought it literally for like two grand and like at ch- where uh champs was. I think it was in LA. Like yeah, after uh-huh. playoffs, and I was like I think I used it like twice. I'm like, why do I even get this? I still have it, but it's like, it's just a nice piece to have. I'm like, why do I even get this, bro? Yeah. Hey, we've all been there. We've all, you gotta spend it. It was like the smallest backpack of all time. I couldn't put anything in it. Like, yeah, you know, I had my bag that had like triple the space. I was like, all right, bro, like, this is fun. Yeah. I'll choose my $100 bag. Well, love it. L- listen, um, one, thank you for coming on. Uh, two, yeah. listen, I, I had to play bad cop a little bit at times, but like, and I know I come across as like negative certain trying to dive into certain things but like just trying to try to figure it out myself because sometimes things don't make sense but listen the fact is this you have accomplished more in four years than most players will ever dream of you're placed out of the top three once in the past three years uh, you're a fucking god and one of the most remarkable players that i've ever commentated like i your 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 incredible moments over the years that i've casted are incredible so thank you for that and like i don't want to come across as i'm just like ride you about the downtimes because i can appreciate how truly different you have been in these teams um so don't think that's lost on me i just had to i just had a bad job at at times but you are one of a kind bro like i appreciate it special yeah uh sam thank you i I mean uh where can people find you if they want to look for you where can they find you at uh you know my twitter is sipxo instagram chris underscore uh-huh. I upload a little bit on YouTube uh, yeah. at Simp and uh, yeah, stream on Twitter. Awesome. That's it. Awesome, brother. Well, thank you so much for for coming on. Um, you know, on your day off, we appreciate it taking the time telling your story a little really bit. Appreciate you guys having me. Uh, as Maven has said, it's been an unreal career. So uh, excited to see how you end this year out and where where it takes you. Uh, and just good luck. I know, I know it's been, yeah. <laughs> I know it's been frustrating trying to figure it all out. But good luck uh, the rest of the way. And for everybody that watched, thank you. I hope everyone gets to enjoy some tacos, some time outside, a delicious ice cold glass of water, and a lovely night of sleep. That's it. Bye-bye.